Hello and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Once again, I just want to thank everyone who's out there sharing, rating, and liking the podcast. It really goes a long way. We still have quite a few platforms where the podcast isn't rated or where they're waiting for enough ratings to release uh, an average rating, I guess. So if you're out there listening to the podcast and enjoying it, please think about giving it a rating or sharing it with others. It helps a lot. This is episode 59, The Testing Ground. As usual, just lay back in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up on the spaceship once again. You go out into the main area to see what's happening. Spaceship, where are we? We have just arrived at the dinosaur planet, says the spaceship. Awesome, you say. You see on the view screen that you have in fact arrived at the dinosaur planet. You jump in the command chair and slowly and carefully fly the ship down through the atmosphere, through the clouds, and all the way back down to the dinosaur base that you built many days ago at this point. When the spaceship lands, you and your new dragon friend get out. Well, dragon, this is the dinosaur planet. There's quite a few other dragons here, and I bet they really want to meet you. If you're ever hungry or want somewhere to stay that's nice and safe, you can always come back here to the dinosaur base. There's as much food as you could ever want, and a giant fence around it to help keep it safe. Oh, I guess that's cool. Maybe you could show me around a bit, the dragon says. Um, okay, I guess so. You climb on the back of the dragon once again, and the dragon flaps its massive wings and takes off up into the air flying higher and higher until you're just below the clouds. You fly high above dinosaurs, long-necked dinosaurs, triceratops, raptors, and any other dinosaur you can imagine. You pass lakes and rivers and lots and lots of trees. You show your new dragon friend all around to where the dino riders live and then where the dragons live. Well, this is a pretty cool planet, I guess, says the dragon. It is a really cool planet. But if you don't want to stay, as I promised, I can take you back to your old planet. No, I think this is a good place to be. I like having other dragons around and other things that look like dragons, like all these dinosaurs. It's pretty cool, actually. Whoa, I've never heard you excited. Hey, wait. I don't think I've ever asked you for your name. Do you have a name? Of course I have a name. My name's Jeremy. Jeremy the Dragon. Hmm, okay. Well, nice to meet you, Jeremy. Anomaly detected. Anomaly detected. Detected, says the spaceship. What? What do you mean anomaly detected? What kind of anomaly? 
There is something my sensors are having difficulty analyzing over there, says the spaceship. You look to where the spaceship is indicating, and you see something that looks like a huge bubble growing up off the ground. You fly closer to the bubble on Jeremy's back. You notice that all of the dinosaurs inside the bubble are suddenly falling over and going to sleep. What's going on here, you ask? It seems to be a bubble that makes everything sleep, says the spaceship. Well, I can see that spaceship. Thanks for pointing out the obvious. But where's it coming from? That is unknown. The bubble begins to expand bigger and bigger and bigger. You fly away because you don't want to get caught in it. But then it starts to expand faster and faster. The bubble grows all the way up to the sky and even into the atmosphere. You and Jeremy try to fly away from the bubble, but the bubble just keeps growing. Soon all you can see behind you is a giant bubble and everything that gets caught in it is falling asleep. You race as fast as you can away from the bubble, but it eventually covers the dinosaur base, all of the forests, the place where the dino riders live, the other dragons even get caught up in it. Keep flying, Jeremy. We have to get away from this thing. I don't know what's going on, but we'll never figure it out if we fall asleep. I'm on it, but I'm getting tired, says Jeremy. You continue to race away from the bubble, over grass and trees, lakes and rivers, until you come to the ocean on the Dinosaur River. I don't know if we should go across the ocean, you say. I don't think we have a choice, Jeremy says. Look! You look back, and the bubble is still coming for you. It's everywhere. As far as you can see to the left, there's a bubble. And as far as you can see to the right, there's a bubble. The bubble is starting to cover everything and everyone. You fly out over the ocean, but the bubble keeps following you. You fly further and further over the ocean until you run into another part of the bubble coming from the other side of the world. You turn around and fly over to the left, trying to get away from the bubbles that are now merging together. And then in the distance, you see another part of the bubble. In the very center of where the bubble's closing in is a small island. I guess we better land there, you say. It's the only place left that doesn't have a bubble around it. You fly down to the island and land safely on the grass. You look around thinking that the bubble will soon swallow the island up as well, but it doesn't. 
it comes to a sudden stop on all sides of the island. But it smushes itself together on the top, creating kind of a dome over the island. There's nowhere you can go. If you go up, bubble. If you go left or right or forward or backwards, also bubble. What are we going to do? You begin to explore the island, and strangely, you come across a pedestal sitting in the middle of the island. You walk up to the pedestal, and sitting on it, there's a note. Welcome to Trial Island? If you want to get out of here, you have to find the crystal. What? There seems to be a big opening on the pedestal that looks just like it's the perfect size for some sort of crystal. Do you... Do you think that this is what led us here? That the whole point of the bubble was to lead us to this island for some sort of trial? It would seem so, says the spaceship. Hey, by the way, spaceship, couldn't we just, like, get inside you and fly out of here? That is unknown. It is possible that the bubble will wreck electronics as well. Well, I guess we better not take that chance, especially if all we have to do is find a crystal. Let's go. You walk deeper into the island, along with Jeremy the Dragon and Spaceship. Then you hear a little squeaking coming from your pocket. Oh, Changer, I forgot you were here. A little mouse crawls up out of your pocket and transforms into a dog once again. Changer, the shape-shifting dog, was here the whole time. Come on, everyone. Let's start looking for clues. You walk deeper and deeper into the island. You come across a huge dark forest and you walk straight into it. In the middle of the forest, there's a path and the path seems to lead you right to the center. You follow the path and come to a big opening with huge trees on every single side. Inside the opening is a maze. Well, maybe the crystal's in the maze, you say. You decide to enter the maze. It's made of huge bushes that actually cover the top as well as the sides, but it's big enough for dragon to come into. You, dragon, changer, and spaceship, make your way deeper and deeper into the maze. Eventually, you come to a place where you have to pick one of three different directions. Which way should we go, you ask? I am not sure, says the spaceship. My sensors do not seem to work inside this maze, spaceship explains. Well, if we can't use our sensors, we'll just have to use our senses, you say. You close your eyes, 
you take a few deep, slow breaths and relax your body. You just allow yourself to get in touch with your feelings and you try to allow them to point you in a direction that makes sense. Soon you feel something tugging you towards the left. I think we go this way, you say. You head left in the maze and again you go deeper and deeper and deeper. Each time you come to a crossroads or each time where there's another pathway to choose from, you do the same thing. You allow yourself to focus and you follow your feelings. After a while, you come to a big opening in the center of the maze. This must be where the crystal is, you say. You run into the opening to the center where there's another pedestal and a crystal on top. You run over and grab the crystal, but suddenly the crystal lights up. It starts glowing a bright blue color and then the blue seems to spread from the crystal into your body and then out to your friends, spaceship, the dragon and changer. Soon you're all glowing a blue color. Then you feel a strange sensation come through your body and the whole world becomes blue. After a while, the blue starts to fade away and you open your eyes. But this time when you look around, the crystal's gone and so is the maze. You're standing at the top of a huge mountain. You still seem to be on the island because there's a weird bubble surrounding the entire thing. But you're at a completely different place on the island. Well, what should we do next, you say? And no one answers. You look around and you realize that no one else is there with you. Dragon, spaceship, and changer are all gone. Oh, man. Then you notice another pedestal. You go up to the pedestal, and on it, there's another note. In order to escape, you must face your fears and go with the flow. Face my fears and go with the flow. I wonder what that means. You look to the right and you see a snowboard stuck in the snow at the top of the mountain. When you look down, it looks like the mountain leads to a gigantic jump and the jump leads to another mountain. Well, I guess I put on the snowboard and I hit that gigantic jump. That doesn't really seem safe though. Maybe I'll just stay here for a bit. Then you hear a rumble. The mountain starts to shake 
and the snow underneath you starts to break apart. Uh Uh-oh, you say. You quickly grab the snowboard, strap your feet in, and just as the mountain snow starts to collapse, you allow yourself to slide down the hill towards the jump. Behind you, the mountain begins to crumble and an avalanche follows close behind you. You try to tuck yourself into the most aerodynamic position you can and you fly down the mountain on your snowboard. As you get to the bottom, it starts to shoot up again and you launch yourself off the huge jump high up into the air. You fly up and up and up. You close your eyes, but before you can start falling down, it feels like you've stopped moving altogether. You open your eyes again, and you're standing in a cave? What is going on here? The cave is dark, but there's a little torch at the side. You pick up the torch and you start to explore the cave. You walk deeper and deeper inside it. It's a little scary at first, but you have a feeling of calm, a feeling that tells you there's nothing to worry about. As you walk down into the cave, you come to an opening, and inside the opening is a a big valley covered in grass and trees. It's one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. There's little glowing butterflies flying around. It's just amazing. There's a set of stairs that lead down to the valley that's in the center of the cave. You carefully walk down them. When you get to the bottom of the stairs, you see that there's another pedestal sitting in the center of the valley. (sighs) What now, you think? You walk carefully towards the pedestal. And as you get there, you see another note sitting on top of it. You read the note and it says, you have to look where your eyes can't see. Well, that's very strange, you think to yourself, but you just decide to sit down against the pedestal close your eyes. Once again, you focus your attention on your breath, and with each out-breath, you allow your body to relax more and more. And instead of reaching out with your eyes, you reach out with your feelings. You allow your mind to wander and you just see what comes to you. After a while, you start to get a strange sensation 
your hands begin to tingle. And then you feel something in the middle of them. When you open your eyes, there's a crystal in your hands. You stand up and suddenly the crystal bursts into a bright blue light once again. The light reaches out and covers your body until it becomes so bright you have to close your eyes. After a while you try to open them again and you see that you're back at the first pedestal on the island and all of your friends are standing there with you. Uh, where did you guys go? I do not know. My memory has been erased, says the spaceship. I don't know either, says Jeremy the dragon. You realize that you're still holding the crystal. So you walk over to the pedestal and you place it on top. As soon as you place it there, a huge bright light as powerful as the sun shoots out, blinding you and everyone around you. When you open your eyes again, you see that the bubble surrounding the island has started to disappear. I think that worked. You found the crystal. Let's go see if everybody else is becoming awake. You jump back on Jeremy's back, and he takes off up into the air, higher and higher. You follow the bubble as it starts to disappear, and as it passes back over the ocean, and then over the land, everything starts to wake up again. You follow it all the way back to the dinosaur base. And you and Jeremy land just inside the base, right by where you and Spaceship landed when you got there. What was the point of that, you ask? I do not know. It seems to have been some sort of test. And you seem to have passed it says Spaceship. I guess so, but what was it testing? I have no idea, says Spaceship. Oh, well, I'm too tired for this anyways, you say. You go back to your cabin inside the dinosaur base. Inside, you find your comfortable bed and you climb inside. As usual, you pull the covers over top of yourself and you close your eyes. You're so tired that it's easy to just let yourself sink into the pillow and the mattress. And instead of focusing on any other thoughts, you just focus on your breath as it goes in and out in and out and you allow yourself to drift off to a world of dreams. <laughs>